So, guys, where does Hatchet 3 start? Oh, who gives a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to episode 95 of the Unusual Suspect. Thank you, of the Unusual Suspects podcast. I am Dan. I'm joined by Penny. Hello. And Andy. <laughs> I mean, he is here. <coughs> Hello. <coughs> Hello. We did it, everyone. Everyone's got COVID. <laughs> We're not all at the same time, but we have no, all now. We've all yes. unlocked that achievement. Well done. I'm it, a gamer. it took a while. Yeah, well done. It was a rare achievement. It was about 20 gamer score points, but we did it full circle. Does that mean Andy's got, got the COVID. slowest ping if he was last? Or the... I don't know. Uh, Possibly. Probably the yeah. highest resiliency rate, I would have thought. Is that I mean, he does complain thing? about Virgin Media quite a lot, so you never know. What yeah, it couldn't, it couldn't like, get so. to him. <laughs> Excuse me, they sent me a new router the other week and I haven't installed it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. So you don't know how good the new ping rates are? Can't no. review it yet. Okay. No. Well, that's an exciting thing to look forward to, I guess. I look forward to us trying to record Stop Start as we used to when yes. the other router got installed and was shit. It's funny because I, I think it, it went... I don't know if I've had any technical problems, but I remember the early days it was Penny who mostly the technical problems. It was mostly me. Not recording the first episode, then not having yes. wireless headphones, yes. and just general... And then even when she got the wireless headphones, she didn't know how to use the wireless headphones. Oh, and my new wireless headphones. And then blamed them. Suck, because they don't fit in my ears. And if you touch them, it starts playing music on your computer from somewhere else. (laughs) So (laughs) there's been a a couple of times recently where I've been like, hang on, hang on, I can't hear you. And then it stops my recording and it's, yeah. I want to wish a a very happy birthday to a very special man, very special little boy. Uh, Happy... From recording, from re- this recording date, uh, happy 39th birthday to uh, to Henry. Uh, Henry, you know who. <laughs> Who's Henry? Henry, you know who, you know Henry. The, the dude you've got semi-naked posters of on your walls. Oh, it's, yeah. Yes. Big fan of the show, always writes in. Um, so happy birthday 39 years old still looking fabulous how is he only two years older than me and he's like a real man and I'm like a tiny child and you're not a real man (laughs) I'm not a real man do you know what I mean though like he's like a proper grown up and he's only two years older than me he's like Geppetto you're like Pinocchio (laughs) yeah it's weird isn't it do you know what his favourite film is Hackers Henry what his favourite film is Hackers given the 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 stature of the man you think it's hackers i don't know it was the first one that came to mind <laughs> okay it's gladiator which is a film i don't no. think you've seen anyway no Penny. it's a fantastic so, film though like can't it's that. excellent mm, is that excellent. is that joaquin yes it's it's a young joaquin phoenix yeah i, is that I like, forgot he is was Brad in Pitt that. that one or is that the other one no that's troy russell russell yeah. crow and you can see a plane in troy yeah. Well, happy birthday, Henry. Enjoy your happy Warhammer birthday, and building a PC. Oh, stop. This is my dream. And wearing a tank He's, top because Dan Dan's hiding it. an erection under that desk. Not even hiding it. Nope. 
No, no shame. Anyway. He's now casually playing with himself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a hand gesture and I will not do that again. Right, anyway, it's 1995. Oh, my God. Coming up on Saved by the Bell. I might have to request this every time there's a 90s movie because I'm going to miss it. Like, even Andy has a little dance. It's so good. It made me feel really nauseous today. <laughs> it's like it's not helped at all. Mm, well. Yeah, opposite effect. 1995 was a pretty good year for movies. Notable ones include Andy's favourite Toy Story. Mm. Apollo 13. Mm. Jumanji. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Need to rewatch it because I don't know if it holds up. I think because I haven't seen it since the nineties. I don't like it. Why? I just don't think it's, it's board that good. games. Come on, dude. <laughs> board game. I did like the idea of it because I was still a board game nerd during that time. I was just an early board game nerd, but like I quite enjoyed you know. the new one though. I didn't think I would have quite liked the new one. I think the new ones are more fun. Mm. It was a fun take on it, wasn't it? Billy Madison, which I know you guys like. Yeah. I thought that was... I mean, uh, like, Happy Gilmore. I was good. Yeah. yeah. That was not yeah. out in 1995. <laughs> Bad Boys. Mm. That's that's Andy's, yeah. 100%. Brave. Braveheart, which I've never oh, seen. Oh, very good. Clueless, which I've seen many times. Clueless. Yeah. Oh, my the God. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Which oh, fucking I have seen because yes. of, uh, yes. of Dan putting it in the hat. And The Usual Suspects. She said oh. the title of the name in the not really because it's different. In the Do show. you ever get, because I've started to get this because we're so we're so popular right now. So I, when I pronounce that movie title, I say unusual yeah. now because it's so engraved into my fucking brain and it's I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but um well I kept saying yeah. it any time anyone said it and going it's the name of the podcast and you'd all go no it isn't you're a fucking idiot so yeah look to be honest it <laughs> we're gonna put the rumors to rest now the film is not really the main thing <laughs> that we picked because we didn't go oh name. we all like unusual suspects let's call our pocket no can anyone remember any of the other ones? Because they were terrible. That was the only one that was... That's a good one. It's for episode 100, though. We'll, we'll go down remember. memory lane, I think. Because mm. I do remember... I have notes from oh, way, way, way back. That's a slight teaser to something oh. on episode 100. I, have, I can't remember. Uh, but um, I do remember some of the ones that came up. And I'm not going to spoil them. Nope. But we'll talk about them another day. But yeah. Well, it was a slow year for Christian Slater. He, was shame. it really? Yeah. Oh, what a fucking shame. He Jeez. was in Murder in the First with Kevin Bacon, which I have seen. Don't really remember much about. Kevin Bacon is some sort of prisoner and Christian Slater is a lawyer. I assume Kevin Bacon may or may not have done a murder. <laughs> or he promised okay. 5G and didn't deliver. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Maybe. Fucking EE best network. Fuck off, you fucking. I'm guy. only getting 4G. I'm with EE. They're lying. Mm. 
I'm very disappointed not included in one year shoutouts was Johnny Mnemonic, another classic. Was that, that 1995? It was oh. 1995. But either way, it's fine. Oh. Well, the highest grossing film of 1995 was Die Hard, which came out in May, which could be an argument for it not being a Christmas film, but I've never seen it, so I don't care. It grossed over $366 million. <laughs> Is that high? I guess it's 95, but I, I remember the ones, the previous ones that you mentioned. Uh, I think they hit the 400. Well, The Lion King mark. was 700. Jurassic Park was 900. Yeah, that seems Aladdin like. Aladdin was down... 500. I know it's Disney and all that, and they have and the. Ghost was Disney 500. Power. Yeah, so it's not that. The ghost was 500. Yeah, it seems a bit like, I don't know, down I your... don't know what the, um, what the rating was. For Die Hard, yeah. Is oh, it? it's it would be a nine or no, eight like or a, a nine, like an eighteen, like a the film rating, like if like because oh. kids' films, you can take more kids and spend more money and get yeah, more you're box right. Office money. Uh, uh, it's at least the fifteens, I would imagine. Uh, we've got some trivia. Didn't do any Toy Story trivia. I looked and then I thought, I bet Andy knows all of these, so I didn't bother. So I went to another film. What he likes, more rats. Pen. Yeah, sorry. Do you mean Die Hard with a Vengeance? Oh, maybe. The third the one. The second one. The third one? The first one came out in the 80s. Was it really the... Th- oh, oh, yeah, Wikipedia. it did, didn't it? Wikipedia. 89, wasn't it? Wikipedia. 88. You, you fucked me. Oh, fuck's then, sake, Penn. Do your research right. Sorry. Fuck. Sorry. I only do Wikipedia. That's how oh. slow my brain is operating. I would, I would normally call you That's, out immediately for that. What, the th- for, the fir- uh, for the third one to get 366 million then? That's kind of impressive. Because it got more than Toy Story. <sighs> Was the third one yeah. good? Yeah, Toy Story was a new no. IP though, in a way. So That's true. It was. It was like two. I think it like two is kind of a mixed bag for people for Die Hard. I know Andy likes it more than I do too, don't you? Or you like it less? I can't remember what you said. Die Hard two. Die Hard two. Yeah. Rubbish. Yeah, I like it a bit more than I think you do. So yeah. it's it was kind of a mixed bag going into three. I would imagine that's probably why. Do we think that maybe I feel like we said it with a different sequel that it made a ton of money? Oh, I think we're talking about with Kingsman. One was good, two was all right, and then three was shit. But by then, people had already gone to see it, so it still made a bunch of money. Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the third one is is better than the second one, I think, by all accounts, and it has Sam Jackson in it (laughs) and other people. Hans Gruber's brother. I did read a bit of trivia that in the original one... See, now I... How did I get original Die Hard trivia as well? That they... In the German cut, they made the bad guys Irish because they didn't want to have German bad guys. <laughs> oh. And what, having Irish bad guys is... Yeah, because the 80s. You might have had the IRA around in the 80s. Oh, I see. Well, we've had fucking Nan film explain a bunch of shit about the Irish. Now we have this. So we're fine. I'll, I'll take it. Well, one of them came out in the mid-90s. Yeah, one of them was slightly more... Yep, still going on. Still going on. (laughs) Anyway, more rats. Shannon Doherty changes her outfit regularly throughout the film. And I thought this was pretty pretty smart of her. Because apparently, um, in her contract, it said that she got to keep any clothes she wore during shooting. So she just changed her clothes a bunch of times so she would get to keep them all. That is pretty smart. That's not a bad film as well. Morats is okay. I like Morats. I haven't seen it for a while, so I don't know if it still holds up, but 
Last time I saw it, it was it was okay. I know you guys love the Batman. The Batman. The the bat the Batman. Yes. Um, Batman Forever Boo. came out in nineteen ninety five. This was most my favourite Batman. Batman I, this this I is my most hated one. Batman. What this over the one fucking... with the nipples? This is better than the one with the nipples. I mean, I can laugh at that one. That's a different kind of like thing. But this, if you, I just don't. To be fair, I would have been 10 or 11 when this came out. And I think I remember quite liking it. (laughs) Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones. Cracking. I don't don't like Jim Carrey's It's got the best soundtrack. I know everyone's going to say, oh, the first Batman has Prince. Well, that's fine. You get the bat dance. But you get fucking (laughs) Seal on this. Kiss for the eyes. And you get get the only good U2 song song. on it. Elevation. No. <laughs> no. Hold that was me in Tomb me, Raider. Kiss me, sorry. kill me. Is that the OU2 one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't like Jim Carrey. Brad Dourif, who is the voice of Chucky, was considered for the role of the Riddler. Hmm. Which I don't know. I think he could have made it work, but I think the, Jim Carrey was perfect. The voice of Chucky. So he has he, he has been? Done I don't some, know about him. He has done a little bit of acting, but he's mostly okay. the voice of Chucky. I don't... He's a, he's a bit of a wide-eyed looking crazy looking dude so i reckon he could have done it and also robin williams tried out for the part of the riddler apparently which i don't oh God, think can would you have imagine worked. that can well, you imagine that imagine robin williams as the riddler and alec baldwin as batman because he was almost Batman. <laughs> yeah that would have been that wouldn't have worked yeah. now that i want to see <laughs> <laughs> apparently michael keaton uh they asked him to be Batman again, and he went and spoke to Joel Schumacher and then went, nope, I don't like this weird direction you are taking this in, so I'm not going to be Batman anymore. You can have Alec Baldwin as Batman, because Batman historically doesn't use guns. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully Alec Baldwin won't use guns anymore. About four months now, since recording, I don't know, but... Innocent until proven guilty. Let's just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Allegedly. he loaded the gun, Allegedly. guys. Allegedly. I don't know. Why Allegedly. am I defending Alec Baldwin? What the fuck is wrong with know. the world? Anyway, a film I was not allowed to watch for a really long time was Seven. My mum was like, don't watch Ooh. it. It's not worth... She was, I can't remember. She was just like, don't watch it. She was like, you're not allowed to watch it. It's, it's, uh, it's too much. Which was oh, odd. Okay. Like, I mean, 1995, I was... 10 so obviously not at 10 but i remember her telling me as a yeah. teenager not to watch it and me not watching it which is odd and then i did mm. film studies and we watched it and i had to write an essay on it that's <laughs> like huh. fuck you i have to watch it i mean that is a good film though isn't it it's a really good it's film phenomenal yeah like yeah. honestly love that film yeah. i like this when it came out i like that and i won't say who it is because just on point of principle but i like that the main villain isn't mentioned in the opening credits no well if you haven't seen seven we might get yeah, we're, keep, gonna, we're gonna get a bit let's spoilery. keep it spoiler light oh, well, spoiler then I light then I, spoiler do, light. then I can't do any of these and we have to talk about a different movie because uh, <laughs> they're all spoilers. what was it you're trying to say i'll cut it out if it's a spoiler no what it's all, all my facts are about the end and knowing what is in the oh, film okay no don't so don't. <laughs> it's, it's fucking... got one of the most interesting like it's like 30 Last years 10 old. Minutes. <laughs> 20 well, years yeah. old. It's 27 I know, old, but, but yeah. it's it's a good film that possibly we it might talk film. about it later. Um, but 
Yeah. Ending. If you haven't been spoiled by the ending, then um, you've been lucky. We won't try and do it. No, I'm going to... Pen. No. So the only other fact I've got, apparently they tried to make a sequel in the early 2000s. Script about a psychic detective working with police to capture a murderer. It was purchased and quickly rewritten to focus on the character Somerset from this film, who had somehow gained psychic abilities. What would you call a sequel to the movie Seven, everyone? You'd have to call it eight. And how would would you spell (laughs) it, Andy? Over the (laughs) E-I-8-H-T. Yes! That is why I put this fact in here, just for that. Because that's what they would have called it. Man, I'm so good at this. So good. Chuck me me any word with numbers and I'll put the numbers in. (laughs) Call it nine. Why? Because seven, eight, nine. That is my favourite joke in the world, to be fair. Is it? (laughs) I'm 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 glad I put it in. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently David Fincher was given a copy of the script and turned it down instantly and later remarked that he would rather put out cigarettes in his eyes than make that film. I didn't know this. The film was eventually made under its original title, Solace, and released in 2015 with Anthony Hopkins as the star. So I didn't know, one, that that was a film, and two, that that is a weird pretend sequel to Seven. Well, speaking about sequels, it it doesn't need a sequel. It's one of those films (laughs) that it ends so well that you you just don't need... I mean, if it was made during this time, it probably would get about five fucking sequels and then... They'd be all shit afterwards. Maybe it'd go all sore. I'm glad that it really didn't get a sequel because it's one of those films that just them. stands alone on its own and it's yeah. great and it's fucking fantastic. So, hooray. I have some non spoilery facts about the, I nearly said it, the usual suspects. Oh. So, there's a part in the movie where they're all in a lineup. I haven't seen it mm-hmm. in a million years. Mm-hmm. Um, At the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And none of them can keep a straight face. They're all. They're supposed to be in this serious lineup. Um, they're supposed to keep a straight face and it's supposed to be very serious. But they were being asked to say a, a rather abs- absurd and obscene phrase, which I don't know what it was, but they couldn't keep a straight face. Apparently, because they went out for lunch before filming, which included some wine, and because Benicio del Toro kept farting while they were filming in that little room <laughs> and making mm. everything laugh. Kevin Spacey to play a realistic paralyzed kind of person glued his fingers together you know he kind of walks around with like a funny hand he glued his fingers together you'd have to concentrate to hold your fingers together for a long period of time maybe yeah, if you're, so if if you're on set that. for a while though as well if you're shooting all day and multiple days well i guess the only shots he to do did it. well if he's in the police interrogation room that's kind of i guess when it's well no not really because he's in well, still be a I couple of days wouldn't it i wonder if he used like yeah. a pva instead of like a super glue no because when that dries it would look like his skin was peeling mm, no. true what about a prit stick no nah, that wouldn't stick nothing barely six paper no mm, good point good can't point. recommend a prit stick right. <laughs> <laughs> zero out of ten <laughs> and to keep the the if you haven't seen it it's got a famous end. To keep it secret, the director, Brian Singer, told all five of the actors at one point that they were Kaiser Sozo. And one of them, because I won't say who, because it will spoil it, believed him so much that when he saw a screening of the film, he yelled at Brian Singer in the parking lot afterwards. Because he thought he was Kaiser Sozo. <laughs> that really? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like Stephen Baldwin to me. i uh, got a couple of facts about one of Dan's favourite films, and they are possibly my favourite facts about any film right now. 
Uh, Babe came out in 1995. In the scene where Babe and the duck try to steal the alarm clock (laughs) and accidentally wake up the cat, the camera switches to a view outside the home where you can see two ducks fucking in the pond outside the house. No. Nice. Well, this says you can see two ducks. I am fucking looking that up after this. (laughs) It says you can see two ducks doing what appears to be mating, but apparently there's two ducks fucking outside. When Babe is trying to talk to the sheep that won't listen to him at the contest, there's a shot of three sheep, two facing away and one facing towards him. Both times when he... Yeah, these are ridiculous. Both times when he talks to them, the sheep on the right bars at him while the other one on the left pisses himself. Again, it says relieves (laughs) Uh, himself, but pisses everywhere. A classic, a classic sheep move. (laughs) Mm. Fucking unprofessional, aren't they? Unprofessional on film sets, sheep. And my last bit of trivia about Babe. Babe is a male character, yet many female pigs are used in the film, as evident when Babe walks away in many scenes. So this fact is trying to tell us that Babe should have balls, but he doesn't because they use lady Mm. pigs. Is that really the fact that (laughs) he just walks away, therefore he needs... I guess you get a proper view of his, like, Yeah, they're saying that that you can tell that he's not a boy pig because he's got no bollocks. Yeah. Or right. additional teats. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Do you like that I okay. took Dan's favourite film and had facts about it's ducks It's not my favourite film. What the balls. fuck? <laughs> you just, you just love, a, you love a duck. I just love, love a duck. I, I forgot Quake. the duck's, I forgot the duck's name. Don't say that. I forgot the duck's name. Quake. I don't know. Um, Ducky. I think it's Alfred or something. Professor Quackles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Make yourself laugh. Well. Yeah, um, so, um, yeah, I just like the duck at it. Why does that make me laugh so much? It's dumb. It's been a week, everyone. And to nobody's surprise at all, my favourite film of 1995 was Hackers. We do not need to talk about Hackers because we did that no. in episode 14, The Little Wheel That Could. So if you want to hear me... <laughs> gush all over hackers and the boys hate their lives for having to watch it episode 14 is the one that you want yeah but i didn't mind watching it because me and andy had a lot to shit on and it was quite fun to talk it's about very especially d- what dated especially when it comes to technology oh man that, that thinking about it i feel like it's dated even for 1995 <laughs> i mean it is isn't it really you think the about it but they were all about like the over the topness of like the the World Wide Web, the WWW, well, like it was it, all that kind of If it makes you feel better, you know when films used to have websites? I don't know if they do that anymore, do they? Not really. But they used to um, put out a website to go with the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Reddit, like a- Reddit pages now. <laughs> days. That's pretty much Or oh, Facebook groups. That's it. Well, they made a hacker's website and within a couple of days it got hacked and people drew all over the poster and changed the words and stuff. And they just went, that's fun. Well, and they went with it. But yeah. I mean, it's good, good PR, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Have you got a favorite movie from 1995? Assuming that you're scrolling through the Man, movie. there's so much. Mm, showgirls showgirls oh, is the first one on my list frightening. <laughs> showgirls i think was the first tit i've ever saw <laughs> i think and the last and the yeah. last <laughs> jesse spano's tit there's a lot empire records does anyone remember weirdly empire i haven't records. seen it i should have, have seen, it. seen no, it no i know i should this have. is a penny film i know this is 100 percent a penny film wow 
Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of a uh, bunch of youngins that run a record shop and yeah. Chaos I don't know ensues. why. <laughs> we might have to put it in the hat so I make myself watch it. I might do an Andy. The terrible Judge Dredd is in this, which we won't talk about because it's the bad one. Bad Boys Two is definitely. Hang on, we're talking. <laughs> why am I talking about Bad Boys Two? I don't know. You're sick. You poor thing. The second Dread is is way better. Dread oh, yeah. is way better than Much Dread. better. Yes. Do they yeah. just keep um, adding D's on the end? Is it like Dread, Dreaded, Dreaded, No, one of them oh. is Stallone where he doesn't have his helmet on and the other one is Carl Urban who doesn't take his helmet off. <laughs> oh. So it just depends if you like looking at faces or not. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Casper was good. Oh yeah, Casper. I seem to remember really liking Casper as a kid. Predictably, it's going to be Toy Story for me, I think. Goldeneye, Goldeneye's also good. Waterworld, terrible. Does anyone remember the film Powder? I do remember the film Powder. Do you remember that was film? Was that 1995? I th- yeah, I thought no one has seen that film, but I, I remember watching it like on a fucking I don't on think television I got all the way through day. it, because it's weird. I don't think I did either. Because I met it's, the guy that's in it, really and strange. I watched it, but I don't think I finished it. It's, it's like, how would you describe it? It's about a man who's like this... Does it's he like the bald man, or is he just bald and pale? Disease. I think he has a disease, but his disease is that his skin is like a like baby powder, essentially. Like he's I, just completely like can I look it up? White all over. Um, he looks a bit like Uncle Fester in my head, anyway, from what I remember. Yeah, like. but he's he, yeah a little bit. He's like a very smart dude, and he's like he's like high IQ and all this, but he has like a very odd appearance and. It's a really odd film, but this it's doesn't like, say anything um, about him being really pale. Uh, an off-the-charts genius who is homeschooled and shunned after his last relative dies shows the unconscious residents of his town. That's a weird. He's completely of word, just covered about in connection and white. harassed by classmates who won't accept his shocking appearance. A shy young man yeah. known as Powder. Yeah, hmm. it's a it's an odd film, an, yeah. but. I haven't seen it in so long. Jeff Goldblum's I, in it. Yeah, I don't know. It might might be a rewatch down in the future, but it's just one of those I like, popped up and I was like, Maybe oh, I haven't seen I that. Maybe I feel bad. One. Like he's got no. He's very pale and he looks like he's got alopecia in these pictures. He's got no hair and no eyebrows, which is not that shocking. But maybe it was in 1995. I tell you what else came out in '95 that we've talked about. What's that? Theodore Rex. Did you? Really? Oh God. <laughs> oh, God. It's the 20th I, worst film, according to IMDb of 1995. I, mean, I just wish I didn't have to watch it in 400 DP or whatever it was, because I could barely see anything. I don't know if I have a favourite. I, I think I have, like, l- the not entirely good films, like a Johnny Mnemonic and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's, like, it's just, like, certain films I seem to keep watching now and again that come from 1995, I guess. Clueless. I was, uh, 12 Monkeys is good. Yeah, That's I remember liking that. Mm. I never watched the TV show, though. I meant to. I remember everyone going on about Tank Girl. I never saw it. Tank Girl but... is fucking weird. I watched Tank Girl in my 30s. And there's some weird kangaroo men in it, which I was not expecting. <laughs> like, she's great. Laurie Petty is great. But I I don't really know what I was expecting. But yeah, something. it's like post-apocalyptic, but there are people in kangaroo suits the art the original tango comics i think was done by two people one of which came from the same town that i'm currently in and the other one went on to do gorillas yeah that's that's that's, that's all it. i can think of that was 1995 everyone Way. 
we've only got four more of these. We do, don't we? I think 99 I'm looking forward to the best. Pen, what what's what's happened? What's 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 your what's your I, wa I watched a film for Jeez. for fun. Like for actual Did you? like enjoyment of myself and not just for the what? podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't remember the last time I did that. I know. <laughs> Are you just okay? Can we stop for doing that? Are you just going to be like very depressing quotes coming in every now and again? I can't. I just sit in a room all day. I can't wait I'm trying to. to I'm trying to maintain my normal level <laughs> of commitment. Yin and yang. Come on. Um, Pen's the positive. I am the opposite. Well, you say that. I had a really, I had a really shitty day yesterday. So I was like, I'm going to order my favorite takeout and watch a movie on Shudder. Yay! I watched 2018's You Might Be the Killer, starring um, Fran Kranz, never say his name right, who was in uh, Cabin in the Woods. He was the stoner nerd in Cabin in the Woods. I love him very much. And Alison Hannigan, who is Willow from oh. Buffy. Oh, yes. Why, Andy's shaking his head. What's wrong with Alison Hannigan? I don't like Alison Hannigan. How dare you? How dare you? I don't oh. like her. Why? Why? I just don't think I like her, partly because of American Pie, and also probably because of Buffy, but I'll tell you why. I watched some, <laughs> I watched some of the US version of um, Penn and Teller's Fool Us. Oh. And yeah, I have watched this as well. She yes. over eggs absolutely everything. Like someone could take a card out of an envelope and she's like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, fucking grow up, you prick. Let's move on. I do think the older, like I didn't really like her as much in How I Met Your Mother and stuff like that. She's just, she's just overly saccharine. I don't trust her. Camp counsellor suffering from blackouts finds himself surrounded by murder victims. He turns to his horror movie enthusiast friend for advice and to contend with the idea that he may be the killer. So it's one of those meta horror movies. So he doesn't know if he's the killer? Yeah, yeah he just keeps blacking out and then people at his camp are dead <laughs> and he doesn't know what's going on. It's very meta. Um, it's a bit like... Tucker and Dale versus Evil for anyone that's seen that, but not as good. This was an Andy film. This was absolutely fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I that's quite, what I like I, to hear. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it and I would recommend it. It was a good premise. Not sure if they pulled it off as well as they could have done. But if you like that sort of meta horror comedy stuff and Fran Kranz is great. I love him. I'll watch anything with him in. So yeah. Check that out. It is, it is a bit like Cabin in the Woods, a bit like Tucker and Dale versus Evil, meta, trying to be clever. Bit like us. <laughs> what, trying to be clever? <laughs> meta, trying to be clever. <laughs> bit like us. Which one of us is the clever one? No, I think collectively, like, trying there's all clever. like trying to be I'm like, trying I'm to be trying clever. to be. I can't even get the right Die Hard movie. Okay, well, I watched two brand new films, guys. Yeah, it's 2022. I'm so excited about the next two weeks because as we're recording, there's like six fucking films Doctor I have to go. Strange. I have to go to the cinema to see. I'm very excited about it. So there's a lot coming. So I'm so excited. But I have seen two new films. First one is called The Bad Guys. Uh, it is a DreamWorks this, animated film. Yeah. The one with all the animals, huh? 
one with all the animals and it's uh it's about a bunch of animals who are like they're they're crime animals who like to rob people it's a kids film crime by the way. Animals. <laughs> well they, they, there's like crime animals so like the main character is the wolf and it's it's the wolf who technically oh, like is stereotypes little red riding hood wolf yeah so but he's now like a criminal and he has like a a, a shark for like a mate at the crime uh, i don't know how i feel about snake. these stereotypes well either way um they get caught and they get put into jail and they come up with a plan to fake that they're good guys now but in actual fact they're going to use that persona to fool the world and to do pull off a heist essentially okay so they're they're pretending to be good guys even though they're really bad guys really fucking good i really really liked it it's uh i can't remember the last dreamworks film i liked i think is onwards that's a dreamworks one right i can't remember it's pixar it's pixar yeah i can't remember the last dreamworks like film i've seen that really i've considered good i mean the only thing that comes to mind is shrek obviously (laughs) like we know our feelings on shrek you love shrek but it's um it's generally really really fun. Um, it's a you got Richard Adewale, um as a little hamster uh, <laughs> who is like the mentor, the sensei to all these criminals, and he's fucking hilarious. And it's really really fun, and I think it's a great summer film for all the family to enjoy. And the correct answer is How to Train Your Dragon. That is the best DreamWorks film. I mean, I'm not that bothered about. It's not too bad. I didn't like. I cried like a bitch in the second one, (laughs) (laughs) sobbing. It's been on my list for um, a while since the trailer dropped, so so I'm glad it's got positive, um, yeah, positive feedbacks. I think you'll. I think it might be this. It depends what else comes out, but it might be this year's, you know, Mitchells and versus the Machines kind of film. So, um, so. yeah, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I think it's great. Now. Hmm. This is okay. This is this is going to be complete opposite <laughs> direction. I'm going to go in. Um, Hang on, I have a I question. The, did you watch? Yep. Which one did you watch first? I watched the, uh, the bad guys first. Oh, and then I wondered I if you watched this, this last one night. and then watched like a child's film to cheer you up. <laughs> yeah, I feel having no, the, other- the conversations that we've sort of had briefly. I feel like that's the way you should have done it. Yeah. In hindsight, maybe, but um, <laughs> I. So there's another film that came out in January of this year, um, and it's a documentary, and it's called Cow, not Cows. No. Before Andy, <laughs> I knew as soon as I mentioned it, you would go Cows. It was about it's not based the book. on that book about fucking cows, is it? I mean, if it could, it, it affected me probably as much as that book affected you. Let's put it that way. Um, Different now, ways, though. A, I think we'll see. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, Cow is a uh, yeah 2022 documentary uh, made by uh, Andrea Arnold, who did the film with Shia LaBeouf in it, uh, which is American Honey. If Shia anyone's LaBeouf. seen American Honey, nope. In 2016, it's about a bunch of kids that go around trying to sell these magazine subscriptions, hmm. um, and and it's it's kind of like an old school kind of feeling to the whole thing, kind of summary feeling, long as fuck film. But it's kind of really interesting. Is Shia LaBeouf in it a lot? Because then I could. He's be... great. He's honestly oh, great in it. Like, it's probably the best thing I've seen him in, hmm. besides Transformers, of course. Um, Actual <laughs> no. cannibal Shia LaBeouf. 
Mm. <laughs> um, but it's great. So I, I really liked American Honey. Uh, just mostly on the way it's kind of filmed. It, it's a little bit fly in the wall, kind of uh, the way she films or she filmed that film, essentially. Mm. Um, and it was just an interesting kind of concept to come up with. So Cow comes out and I'm like, oh, it's documentary. It's right up my alley. It's done by her. I'd like to a last film. Like Let's see how it goes. And farm animals. So. Sure. I like cows. I'm very, like legitimately, jokes aside, I, I've, I've been truly crushed by this film. I, jokes, honest to God, I'm not trying to pull jokes on here. This film has absolutely crushed me and I've questioned everything in the last mm. 24 hours and I'm still thinking about things at the moment. It's one of them. It's a film about a documentary crew who are filming one cow in a field in Kent for four years. Her and her film crew, I think it was about four people, were allowed to film on this dairy farm. And there is a cow that you don't know the name of the cow, but you, you find out the name of the cow later on because of what the farmers call the cow, um, but not directly to camera, called Luna. So Luna oh, is... Oh, no. um, That's the name of my favorite dog of Jenny's. Oh, Luma, the cow's called, so you're fine. And they followed <laughs> basically this cow's life oh. for about four years. There is no dialogue in this film. There is nothing. It is literally... A, imagine, just imagine, you had a bunch of footage of a cow for an hour and a half. That's what the film is, okay? It's it's one hour, 30 minutes of them following a cow around for okay. a couple of years. And it's life and what it goes through. And um, now I know a lot of people immediately will think, oh, this ends in a sad way because it's a cow. We know how this all ends. You know, it's a cow and stuff. That's not necessarily like the main kind of thing. Well, I'm hoping because it's a cow at a dairy farm, it doesn't at least get turned into a burger. Well, that's what I originally... So what I thought going into it was like, it, th this is going to be a film that, you know, it's going to be... I, I admit it's probably going to have sad moments in it because, it, you know, it's a cow's life. We understand that and stuff. And it's very strange for me talking about this film to saying it's a film about following a cow around and it sounds really fucking <laughs> weird and I, I get it. And it, it, it was weird when I was watching it. I was like, how am I going to explain? I watched a film about a documentary crew following a cow around for four years and they made a film out of it. Not only you know, going into it, thinking of all the bad things that might happen, but it really wasn't about the end of, you know, what may happen to this cow towards its end of its life. It's mostly focused on like, to be honest, like during, like its life, its whole life itself. This film is like haunting. And it sounds weird because it's a cow. <laughs> and I keep yeah. reiterating this because it's a cow. But I think it's, so fucking fabulously done because as i said there's no dialogue in it and it's just the way they were managed to get a lot of these kind of shots and scenes and certain things and the big thing you gotta remember is like this is this is an animal this they can't direct the animal to yeah. do a certain thing in the film it's not this a trained is, cow no a this is cow. as yeah this is as real as it fucking gets you know they're not gonna Sure, they can edit it around, but there's there's a lot of this film is just a lot of one take kind of stuff. It's a, it's a heavy, heavy, heavy film. It, it at some points I, I found it really hard to watch at some points. And before people ask, are you vegan, vegetarian? Now, have you considered 
because I texted these guys last night saying I nearly turned vegetarian last night. And that's no fucking joke. I seriously, this film has affected me that much that I'm still thinking about it. But it wasn't the case of the film was trying to, it's not a pro-vegan film because it doesn't, they're only just showing the life of a cow and they can't direct the cow to do a particular thing. They're just showing what is, is. as it is. And that's the scariest fucking part Mm. of it. It's just, it's so real and so kind of raw that it's like it 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 made me ugh. It, it was a lot of stuff that i just i found hard to watch i knew a lot of stuff was coming but like just the way they did a lot of things in it is um it is really kind of heartbreaking a, a lot of times but there's also good moments like you you get to know a cow a lot and you get to kind of we- i know this is going to sound weird but you get to understand what cows feel like in their lives that's going to sound so mm. weird to people but it really does give you an idea of like what their lives are i know this is funny i know this i knew <laughs> I this just, was going to be I a just funny like thing the to- thought of you watching a cow and going I really understand what they're going through in their day-to-day life <laughs> like you've now sent them off to the shops to to pick up their own stuff and they've got to do it on the reg because it's part of their daily routine. I'd watch that show. It's like Japanese kids doing it, isn't it? Same difference. I'd watch them send cows off to do that, yeah. yeah. 100%. Let me reward it. You know how how fucked up I was after watching Collective? Now, Collective is about humans and horrible mm. things they do and mm. stuff like that. I think the best way to describe it is you know, by the end of the film, you know what makes this cow happy in its life and what it's afraid of and what it doesn't like because you know through the emotions of the cow and the way it acts and and you can see the difference between the happy side of things and the sad side of things that's what i think they got so right it doesn't speak it's actually it just shows it and then when it shows it it's like you make up your own mind on how you feel about this it's not going to shovel down anything about it it just you make your own mind up yeah. about it how you feel about this and they're so. not going look the cow is scared look the cow no. is happy oh. it's just you can see it and no. you're like who is narrating these things that you uh, watch Pen? <laughs> That'd know. be a weird film when the cow is happy. <laughs> it's a picture of the cow happy. But you know I mean you just you're looking at it and you're going, Oh look, you you can see that the cow's happy. You're making that assumption. Yes. You're making yeah, it that sounds connection like you, you're not being told. Yeah, like like you you put the imagery to its own mm. recourse. Yeah, Andy Spawn. Like you you make up your own mind how you want to th- rethink about things in your own life about this not necessarily to do with meat not i mean for me i think what i took from it is i wish cows had a happier life mm. you know i still think i'm not you know it hasn't changed me that much that i think i'm going to be vegetarian it's not that kind of i don't think that was the purpose of the film i think it was well, just you to think show differently you about drinking milk because i assume they show milk because it's a dairy farm yeah not a, not a burger cow <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I'm still thinking about it. Like when it, we know when, you love your sweat milk. Yeah, mm. sure. When it, like it's, I've, it's less than 24 hours since I've seen it. It's still on my mind. That means I know it's fucking got to me and I'm like still gibberish about shit. Yeah. But all I'll say is it's, it's something I think people should watch, but don't go into it thinking that it's going to change your mind. Just kind of let it happen um, it may be a bit boring for people. I understand because you're watching a cow on a fucking field most of the time. I get it. Take it in. It's all. It's almost meditative, uh, meditative uh, in a way. 
you know you're just sort of like sat there watching what unfolds unfolds mm. and it's uh you mm. think what you want to think i'm not going to tell you yeah like the film does so um fucking hell that really fucking got to me a fucking cow of all things <laughs> this year it's not even a, a cow. duck no, not even, even a, duck. a duck. A fucking cow got to me. Um, oh, yeah, but I think you put a lot of weight on the lives of animals because when we were talking about Paddock and when you first talked about Paddock outside of this podcast, that that left a lasting effect on you as well. So I think you just put a lot of weight. I think you empathise with animals mm. probably more than you do with humans. <laughs> and I can... I've just dropped a pen. I can, uh, I can agree with that. So yes. like I totally agree but I think that's probably why it hit you more if it was yeah. like seeing a person growing up in that form I don't necessarily think it would have had the same effect yeah this this is more than Pad- Paddock is an animation though isn't it you no know? I know it is and it's deliberately like grotesque yeah. points but I think you just have more more empathy for the way that animals are treated specifically by humans and that's why you feel more for them. That's why you like ducks, and that's why Babe is your favourite film of 1995. It's not... <laughs> Full circle, baby. Yeah. Still got it, even yeah, when I yeah, can't yeah. think. <laughs> Another film that affected everyone in a terrible way was our film Out of the Hat. See, I'm practising my segues. I'm getting better. Fucking hell, we're sure. all on it today. Yeah. Shall we do... Uh, let's do a little... Uh, little segment before we get into it oh sorry i ruined his host plan previously on hatchet oh nice (laughs) so does anyone remember the story of so we got hatchet one so we had mary beth and she goes to uh the voodoo guy yeah and he's like the swamp Oh. oh my god, this is going to be so good. Keep going. I can't even remember. I'm trying yes, to think can. off Come the top on. of my head. Andy, help me out here. What was one? There's, what happened in one? Okay, so one, there's a guy who's pissing in a swamp. That's her dad. <laughs> That's her brother and her dad. Okay. Yeah. Oh they no, the, the guy in the jug. Crocodile. Crocodile. Yeah, yeah, the guy in the jug. Yeah. Um, I think he was called Ben and the guy who hooks up with yep. itchy chicks. Yeah. They go for Mardi Gras and they decide to go on a swamp tour where they meet Mary Beth who's going out there to avenge her dad or at least find looking, her dad find her, her dad, dad right? brother, yeah. yes hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone on that boat trip dies um, yes. and yes. then apart from her and Ben they get back to the boat Ben falls she falls in the water Ben tries to pull her out but actually it's just her arm and then yeah. we realise that it's Victor Crowley the uh the grotesque monster. I don't man think that's then has when we realise. I think we realise it's Victor Crowley killing everyone a little bit earlier. Has, has ripped his arm <laughs> off and is pulling her out of the lake, and then it goes to black, and that's the hence, end of the first film. Hence, hence the hatchet, hatchet, ending the hatchet ending was born. Yes. So yep. where does Hatchet Two pick up? Uh, I can't fucking shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember exactly, any of Hatchet Two at all. Exactly I really don't hatchet- remember it. So yeah, Victor Crowley's killing everyone in the swamp. We get that scene where we think our protagonist oh, the door. is alive. That's all I remember, Pen, from <laughs> Hatchet got, 2, is the, is fucking, the fucking door. door. So Hatchet That's 2 all I remember. takes place the second Hatchet 1 finishes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they go back? Doesn't Rev Zombie, like, organise a mob to... Um, and he, he's in his shop and he hits... There's, like, he's got entrance music. 
as he comes out from yeah. like his shop to the crowd and it's got it's the guy Kane. from Superstore in it. Weird shit that they remember. I love it. So oh, yeah, God. Tony Todd, Candyman, Reverend Zombie gets a bunch of people together to go and hunt. They are hunting Victor Crowley, I believe, because they don't think he's real because they think he's a ghost. And they go with, and Mary Beth goes, she goes back into the swamp and I can't really remember why. Because she didn't find her dad, I guess. I know, he, he, yeah. he said her, something about, he? no, 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 no. He said about the boy, one of the boys responsible for Victor Crowley's was her dad. death was her dad. So you had to go back in. She tri so, he tricks her to go back in, doesn't he? Something about the bloodline or? Something yeah, about history. <laughs> There's some, there's some the backstory about what actually happened to Victor Crowley, and yeah, then there's oh, some... Oh, yeah. Wasn't it like his dad gets his mum pregnant, and then he's also fucking the maid, and then the maid no, the puts a curse on him, or someone else gets... There's a <laughs> yeah. curse on one his of the others. His wife's got cancer, or his wife is dying. I hope everyone's following along. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, knocks, she's got cancer. And he knocks up yeah. the maid, so the the mum... While she's wife, pregnant. No, the, wife, the wife's ill, and then he knocks yeah, the wife's up the got maid... Cancer. And then on her deathbed, she curses him. So he has a really, uh, she has a really ugly baby that kills her, which oh, turns yeah, out to curse. be Victor Crowley. Yeah, deformed. Yeah. And then he's yeah, all deformed. Yeah. And then um, Mary Beth's dad and a bunch of other kids accidentally set fire to the house <laughs> that he lives and in. And then his dad accidentally puts a hatchet through his head. Yep, and kills him. And now he's an angry ghost killing people in the swamp. Um, and what and was everybody, the last scene? Everybody dies, and the last scene was her smushing his. Oh, shooting him! Shooting, shooting his face him off. in the head. Yeah. So, guys, where does Hatchet Three start? Oh, who gives a fuck? Literally, the, <laughs> the second that Hatchet Two finishes, uh, she's still got the gun. She's just shot him uh, in the face and smushed him, so it picks up exactly right. where it left off. Let's go. Right. So yes, this film immediately picks up after the end of the last film. Mary Beth Dunstan blowing off the head of Victor Crowley with a shoddy. Um, did so the last the ending scene of Hatchet Two. Sorry, I just try to remember. Did we see her just like put a bunch of bullets into his head and then it cuts? I think that's how it. I think ended. we saw her stood over it and then pull the trigger. And I don't know if we see his face smush, but I think, I think we oh, okay. might do. I think we right, do because yeah. I've written I know how these films work but he shouldn't really be alive because his his face is pretty fucking smashed. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh she walks away now and comes across the bodies of Vernon and John. Remember them? Vernon Vernon was the guy. Vernon. He was the he's the guy he's now in Superstore in a wheelchair. Obviously because Victor Crowley like pulled a spine out. Yeah. I love him in Superstore. I think Superstore's dog shit. It's so stupid, but I ended up watching the entire series. <laughs> and I can't tell you why. But as she's walking away, of course, we see Victor Crowley behind her get up and in the singing positions, somewhat like Undertaker. Um, so she hears him in the woods. Uh, Mary Beth starts up the chainsaw and prepares for a fight, but is grabbed by Victor, whose head is bloody, but reattached. Mary Beth puts her arm through his bloody face, uh, giving a good old stuffing like you do at Christmas turkey. Just shove, shoving a good old fist into his face. He falls backwards into the chainsaw, cutting him down the middle yep. and in half. That this is his, I quite liked. This is his enormous, like, 15-foot chainsaw, isn't it? That is running yeah. 
Yeah. That is spinning yeah. <laughs> as he lands on it. So It's like yes. something out of celebrity deathmatch. It is, isn't it? It's a bit like it is it getting it too comical now? Or is it just is it just I feel like I this know. one was less silly comical. Yeah. Than the second. It was trying to be a bit more serious. I think I would agree. Like it wasn't funny. But the first one was okay. The first one, yeah. first one, yeah, first one's yeah. okay. And we'll there was some comedy yeah. bits in it, you know, with the girls and whatever. But I feel like this one, there was no, there was no obvious. They weren't trying to be funny. This time, it's serious hatchet three. Because I don't think uh, Adam Green directed this one. I think he just put his name on it. Oh, did he not? Ooh. No, oh, you wrote it. Oh, yeah, yeah he didn't. He, didn't. Oh. he has a little cameo in it again, but he didn't direct it. After shooting Victor's head to make sure he's dead this time, Mary Beth is satisfied. The end. <laughs> uh, she walks back into the city, bloodied and disorientated. She walks into Jefferson Parish Police Department, immediately having guns drawn on her because she's covered in blood and looks all stanky. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised she wasn't immediately shot the second she walked through that door because she is walking around with a dismembered Come head on. and yeah. a gun well, and a shotty. Yeah. The thing is, it wasn't really a whole head, was it? It was a bit of a scalp, and I was like, that doesn't prove anything. That could be anyone's. I think that's probably worse. She's walking around <laughs> with someone's face. Yeah, but she's trying to prove that it was Victor Crowley. I'm like, that could be anyone. I don't think. Yeah, imagine you walk into police station with a fucking scalp. Got, I proved it. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, and you're like, like that could be anyone's head. scalp. That doesn't prove that Victor Crowley is real. Quick question, Andy. Do you think she's better in this one than she was in the second she's one? She's in it less. It, acting wise, <laughs> I mean, no. I we, like her in this one. We more. started to watch this last night in the 15 minutes where Milo decided he wanted to sleep before getting back up again and we turned it off when he came back down but Kat said she didn't understand how this girl's got a career <laughs> she's like Jesus super Christ. she's a super famous scream queen now the best thing she's ever done was do the voice work in the wild thornberries she she's is Debbie. like proper she's scream queen Mean. royalty it doesn't mean she's good my favourite thing she's ever done. I mean, is look, Keanu legend, Reeves has got a career. He's, he's true. equally wooden. You know why? It's because she's fit as well. She's but an attractive lady. Is she? Horror nerds love that. Yeah, she's attractive. No, horror nerds so. are virgins, though, so it makes sense. Yeah. Upon discovery of the... <laughs> <laughs> Upon discovery of the 20 to 30 bodies at Honey Island Swamp, because they all head there, because she's like, go to the swamp. It's in the swamp. They're all dead. Go there. Uh, she's placed as a prime suspect in the murders uh, of Sheriff Fowler, uh, even after telling him numerous times about the events of the last two films. Sheriff Fowler, played by the man who was in Gremlins, Zach. I want to say Galifianakis. Galleon. That's not it. Galligan, whatever. He is the guy yeah. from Gremlins. The sheriff heads out to the swamp with the paramedics and the fire department leaving Deputy Winslow in charge of the station until he gets back. This is where we meet. Not Justin. Not, not Sean. Whatever. Not Sean. What's he called now? Because <laughs> he's been in all three. Andrew. Harry Shen. Harry Shen has been in all, if you don't know, he's been in all of the Hatchet films so far as a different person. Just well, appears. He dies I, in all of them no, so far. So in the first one, he's Sean. And he dies. In the second one, he yeah. is Justin, who is Sean's brother. 
Oh yes, he is, isn't he? But in this one, they just make a joke about all Asians looking the same. (laughs) I don't. They did. I don't remember. I don't think he's connected to the other two. He's not right. No. So they they find either Justin or Sean's body, and the the guy that he's with. He's like, oh, we found a guy who looks like you. And he's like, why? Because all Asians look the same. He's like, no, he just looked like you. He's like, oh, all Asians look the same. It's hilarious. Amanda Fowler, the ex-sheriff's wife, journalist, fucking journalist, and an expert about the legend of Victor Crowley. She's very much the Karen of this film. Um, Man, oh, why is she like Robin? She's even got the Karen haircut. Yeah, she does. Why mm. is she like Robin? Why does she hate alcoholics? She's really mean to Mary Beth about her dad being an alcoholic. And she's like, my dad's dead. And she's like, yeah, whatever. He's an alcoholic. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, whatever. why is he like Robin? She hates alcoholics. I know. She just seemed like... She's... Um, you, she you know when you can of- tell someone from first impressions, you're going to be yeah. a dick, aren't you? And it's yeah. like... Yeah. It's that kind I think of- that's what my note said. Who's this bitch and why is she such a prick? I've written yeah. fuck this bitch. Uh, she comes into the station to interview uh, Mary Beth about what happened. Telling Mary Beth she wants to help. Otherwise, Mary Beth will be tried and executed for what happened at Honey Island Swamp. It doesn't sound that scary when it's called Honey Island Swamp, I'm going to be honest. It should be called something like, I don't know. They should rename death. it scary, scary Victor Crowley Swamp. Don't go here, ever. Scary Victor yeah. Crowley Swamp. Yeah, surely. Yeah. yeah. Since he's the only one who fucking appears there all the time and he's like, oh, but he never dies. Mary Beth. Mary Beth seems to be there all the fucking time as well. Well, yeah. if this has happened, this has happened in swamp. what? Two, two or three days. It does. Yeah. It has, hasn't it? It's yeah. just, it's yeah, oh my god. The first, makes the first it, one's a day, uh, and then she goes, she goes back because she she talks to her uncle and she goes home and has a kip and a shower before they go back. So this is all within the space of <laughs> maybe two or three days. After retelling the events of the previous two films uh, to Amanda, <laughs> Amanda tells her that Victor Crowley is a repeater. Set to relive the night he died, looking for his father, and that he will keep coming back until he gets what he wants. His father. Who is dead. Where's his father? Who's dead? Well, sorry, Victor. Here's my question. If he's a repeater and he's set to relive the same night every single night, wasn't he a child when he was killed? How was he suddenly yeah, like but that's six the same foot as, ten? It's the same as Jason. We just don't talk about it. Jason drowned oh, as a child. This is bullshit. Didn't he? And now he's a... I want realism fair, in my hatchet films. To be fair, isn't, I'm pretty sure Kane Hodder probably played a... J- I think he played a Jason as well. So the, these little kids die and then they grow up to be Kane Hodder. And they're like six foot tall with like necks like tree trunks. Six foot tall is not that tall. Six foot tall is shorter than I am. Right, That's why I, I don't know. understand about this. Like, he's supposed to be some huge fucking. He's only six foot. Kane Hodder is a fucking. He's hench. Brick. Like, honestly, his neck is so thick. <laughs> like, thick necks, everyone. <laughs> like, his neck, and he I loves think, is bigger than mine. Like, he, he is so sweet, but he is, he is a giant. He's just a big fucking dude. I, I I don't disagree with you. And he is incredibly wide. But also, he's not that tall. <laughs> he's not as tall as other people in this film. She tells Mary Beth that her father, Samson Dunstan, was one was the one that came up with the idea to start the fire. So we got more added to the fire, if you will, uh, many years ago and tried to get him to deliver Thomas Crowley's ashes to Victor over the past several years, only to be dismissed numerous times. That's why she hates him, not just because he's an alcoholic. 
Mm. Well, because he just refused ashes. Yeah, he's like, mm. I'm not going to give them to him. Fuck you. Which is weird, because then he's like, but I will go to that swamp on my own. own. <laughs> uh, since he is dead and she is Samson's bloodline, only she can put an end to Victor Crowley. Mary Beth does not believe her. I believe she did the same fucking thing in Hatchet 2, saying, I don't believe you. Or yeah. wasn't it like this... It was, it was the uncle. stepdad or uncle. It was her uncle, but he wasn't was her, her blood uncle, was he? Because she was like, Bob's not my real uncle. He was just my dad's friend. That's it. Yeah. That's it. She yeah. just doesn't fucking believe anything. When someone tells her, oh, yeah, your uncle, da, da, da. no, no. There's just, there's so many rules. And I'm a bit like, I don't know where I wrote it down, but like, I don't think Victor Crowley gives a shit about bloodlines and rules and stuff. No, he, just I mean, he just wants his dad back. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell, guys. I, Mary Beth's probably the villain of this. Oh, she's so grumpy in this. I love her in this. She's just like, literally everyone Major. that talks to her, she's like, fuck off, fuck you, I hate you, fuck off. It's, so, it's such a difference from the, the previous one. Though, well, that's because she's just had to go through the last two days. Like, it's because a different girl. No, <laughs> no she's, it's the she's same, same, same as the second one. one. But oh. The second one, she just spends the whole time fucking weeping and moaning and crying. Yeah, and now she's just a final like girl. a whiny little cunt. And now she's like, oh, look at me. I'm well up, mate. I'll fucking smash a yeah, fucking vase in your face. That's how horror movies work. Mary Brett, Beth, the prick, <laughs> doesn't believe her. <laughs> Mary Breath. Mary Breath. <laughs> Fucking hell, she stinks like the breath. Does not believe her, uh, continuously declaring that she killed Victor Crowley the night before. Oh, Mary, come on. You know this storyline. You've been here two times already. You've seen the first uh, two hatches. You've seen the first two hatches. Well, she didn't, which she might explained. not have seen the first one. She weren't in it. No, she wasn't well, in it. That's true, actually. At Honey Island Swamp, the body of Victor Crowley is bagged and tagged and put into an ambulance boat. Uh, when the paramedic... Randy is distracted. Victor reanimates and blows Randy's head off with defibrillator. <laughs> I was Very a bit nice. like, I don't know how he, like, isn't, I meant to look it up, when he was supposed to have died. I didn't think he would know how to use a defibrillator. Because I feel like, wasn't it like the 1800s? It was quite a long time ago, wasn't it? Like they lived in a little wooden, no, because it was her dad. Never mind. Okay. Where were you going? I, I think what like, she was trying to say was, "How does he know how to use a defib?" Defibrillator, yeah. and then I went off on a thing 1800s. in my head that I hadn't worked out. Well, no, I was trying to work out the timeline because I remember in Hatchet Two, it made it look like it was really, really long ago, but it wouldn't have been, was it? Because her dad was the one that burned him. No. So I had a little brain fart, but out it came out my mouth. Sorry. Well, we must still be in like 2001, anyway. So yeah, that's true. Sunday. I like, it was Friday and Hatchet was <laughs> Yeah. I like that uh, when they're loading him into the when he's bagged and tagged and they're loading him onto the boat I, I think it's Andrew who says ah, oh, he's a big guy. He's the one you want to look at first because he's got deformed bones and muscle. <laughs> muscle? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> muscle. I missed that. Muscle? What's muscle? Muscle. It's muscle. But he said that all the Why letters. Do you call him? Because that's what he said. Deformed oh, okay. bones and muscle. Okay. I didn't know if it was like an inside joke. Uh, no, <laughs> don't know. That's genuinely what was in the script. Oh, okay. Well, that's what he said. And I had to rewind it and go, wait, what? Well, maybe he said it wrong and then they didn't realize and then, then, then we shoot it. And then, or they kept it in and said, oh, muscle, that's funny. Let's keep playing. <laughs> I mean, it was funny. I did laugh. Well, there you go. 
had the uh, had the desired effect. Uh, Deputy Hamilton tries to go investigate uh, and goes to the boat where Victor appears and kills him by hacking his head in half. Uh, Victor then kills about a dozen or so of the first response team for them on screen, leaving uh, paramedic Andrew, who let's see how long he lasts, uh, and another paramedic alive. Uh, Victor then escapes back to the house, uh, back to at the station upon hearing the medical team getting killed on the radio. Amanda convinces Deputy Winslow to let Mary Beth out of jail and help her save everyone at Honey Island Swamp. Hooray, we're back again, Mary. Whee. So at this point, they sent the paramedics and a bunch of people and then hearing them all get killed, the rest of the police team, including the Gremlins man, then head off to the swamp with... yes. And they call us. Are they a SWAT team? Yeah. Yeah. And then. I mean, they didn't act like one, but. No. One of my favorite people is in that SWAT team. But um, yeah. And then, so she, just so we know where everybody is, he's killed a bunch of people. The rest of the policemen have gone there. And then that policeman has taken Mary Beth to go get her ashes. So yeah, back of the swamp, in comes a SWAT team led by uh, Tyler Hawks. Derek! Um, Derek. His name Mears. is Der- Derek Mears, who, speaking of tall men, is six foot five. Is that better, Andy? I think that's an acceptable height, and that is the height that Kane Hodder should be should for be. this role. And I'll tell you why. I think Jason Voorhees is the right sort of villain height for this sort of franchise. I have got a picture of me and Derek Mears in a bar, and I'm not wearing any shoes, and he's just standing, and I look fucking ridiculous because I am only five foot two <laughs> and he's six I, five i genuinely thought you were going to say you've got a picture of you and him in a bath in a bath <laughs> no in a bar that's that's not appropriate <laughs> you're too ill man stop <laughs> no but he's great um also horror movie they got some really good horror i mean you don't think she is but they got some proper horror movie people in this movie this time well he was jason Voorhees in the new Friday oh, he's a legend. He's, he was in uh, some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, not to be confused with Muppets of the Caribbean. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's great. So the SWAT team consists of four, well, Tyler and five others, four armed men and one armed woman named Doherty. I think that's how you pronounce it. Her name. Sounds, I think uh, so, yeah. Hawks takes over the operation from Fowler and leads them to the Crowley house where an officer is killed. So that's one down. After he throws the corpse up the shed, Crowley kills Albert. Uh, Who was she? Albert? I've I've got no idea. I've no idea. The the problem I had, I mean, I had lots of problems with this, but they they did a lot of killing very quickly. Very quickly, yeah. So, like, the first team get there and they're like, he's dead and he's against the tree and he's ripped in half. And then, and like, not all of it's on screen and not all of it you see very much, which was a bit disappointing. And then they just kind of do the same thing again with the next team. Yeah. Bit. They, they like should have brought in the A team or the, something. Yeah. Here's the SWAT team and they're on screen for five minutes. Yeah. Pretty much. That's how it goes, really. Isn't it? Uh, Crowley ambushes two officers as the SWAT team gangs up on him and fail. Uh, they shoot Crowley as he kills all the SWAT uh, but Hawks and Dot, but for Hawks and Daughter Dot, Dot, Why do you have to make your name so what much? Guy, what was his name? Schneiderman. Hawks and Dot Schne- like Schneiderman. It's not Schneiderman. It's, it's yeah, the one. There was one guy in the police team that when the SWAT team shows up, he's like, "I'm going. I don't want to." Is that the bald guy? 
No, no it's the, the guy with the big one. bag of guns. Yeah. <laughs> with the, oh. like, and he's like, I don't want to fucking be here. I'm going, you can fire me. And then he doesn't, he doesn't, he threatens to leave and he doesn't. And all the Deputy way through. Deputy Schneiderman. Yeah, Schneiderman. Yes. And I, kind of, I kind of wish he had just fucked off. Do you know right, his real name? The, no. Do you know the actor's name? No. Cody Blue Schneider. Oh, so maybe that's his nickname, the Schneider Man. But it's Schneider spelt with a S N I D E R, mm. not S C H. Like, like, like Schneider Man, but <laughs> Schneider Man. Schneider, Schneider Man. <laughs> Schneider Man. He's got a bag by, full of guns. <laughs> bitten by a radioactive Schneider. Give me the Schneider yes. Man cut. <laughs> Schneider Man. It's the oh, German man. version of. <laughs> <laughs> but his his I don't know where we are and I don't think anyone cares but I, he wanted to get away and he wouldn't <clears throat> and in the end he um, uses his bag of guns to try and and to, to blow up the the Victor's house his death was quite good because he was like folded up like a pretzel and then his limbs all ripped off and stuff so he was one of the only on-screen deaths I really remember he kind of got like he had him on his front and he would like twist an arm up and then rip it off and well i remember the one just before that where he tries to blow up crowley with a rocket launcher but misses and hits his mate instead (laughs) (laughs) he's such a fucking idiot so yes hawks tries tackling crowley but then is uh turn pinned against a shed and his skull and spine is ripped out which i think we saw hatchet too so it's a repeated sort it It was yeah yeah. Um, yeah. While Deputy Rick catches Victor's attention, Deputy Schneiderman takes the opportunity to fire a rocket launcher at Crowley, but misses and hits Rick instead, killing him in a hilarious fashion. The resulting explosion blows up the Crowley house, destroying it and covering Victor in the rubble. When Schneiderman, <laughs> I can't <laughs> stop thinking about Schneiderman. Does whatever a Schneider can. Fuck's sake, Pad. Right, when Schneiderman. <laughs> Begins to celebrate, Victor appears from the wreckage and throws a piece of rubble into Snyderman's back. He then proceeds to kill Snyderman by ripping off his yeah. arms and drowning him in a puddle. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Doherty, Andrew and the sheriff run for it. Before running, the sheriff manages to slow Crowley down by shooting in the chest with a handgun. Because that's going to fucking work after yeah, all we've after fucking, fucking seen so launcher. far. <laughs> Rocket launcher, come on! <laughs> Meanwhile, Amanda has Winslow to take her and Mary Beth to the house of Abbott McMullen. Sid! More horror movie royalty. See, see, you can tell these guys don't watch horror movies because they don't care. I watch horror. I watch good horror films. <laughs> Sid Haig is, again, horror movie royalty. He was in House of a Thousand Corpses. He's, uh... Ah, oh, what's his name? He's the clown in House of a Thousand Corpses. His name, I've just drawn a complete blank and I'm a terror horror movie nerd. But he, Captain Spaulding, he was a lovely man and he was very famous and in horror movies and he's dead now, but he's lovely. Sorry. I'm glad he was in this. It's sad to hear he's dead. Why was, um, <laughs> he, was a, he was a clown. See, he this was, is how I feel with humans. Yeah, Andy's yeah. right about animals and the humans. He was I'm a really clown in House person. of a Thousand Corpses. What was his name as a clown? Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding. Uh, Dan's going to be like, that's not a good clown name. Why was he called Captain Spaulding? That seems I, like he was a big fan of tennis balls. I don't know. I would believe I you, but they... it's you. So. <laughs> 
I don't know why. He's just been Captain Sport. You'll have to ask. Um, oh, Rob I just Zombie. didn't know if there was backstory no. there. Not, uh, there okay. might be, but I haven't watched House of a Thousand Corpses. We go to this house. Um, Victor Crowley's racist, long distance cousin, an only living blood relative who possesses yeah, he's the ashes faggot, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. He says a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, when he when he declines to give up the his very wide eyes. That's what he's I know. really like, he's, he's scary really good eyes. at this. He's yeah, very he's quite good. I feel like I don't want to say like he's very good at playing a racist old man because that sounds awful. But I think quote he kind of gets away with it because of who he is. Yes, so, you can play yeah. a racist to show that racism is in this Oh, yeah, like, I know. But you never know with some of these yes. movies. You're like, because even when they said faggot, I was like, oh, Sid. But like, I think he makes a very good like caricature of a racist old man that lives in a cabin in the woods. By himself. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, when he declines to give up the ashes, Amanda holds him at gunpoint and then leaves with the ashes. Uh, back at Honey, 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 Honey Island Swamp, the other paramedic is chased by Victor Crowley when he hides behind a canoe, which is revealed to be the one from the first film. Ben! Ben! <laughs> oh, yes, Ben pops up. There he goes, like, fuck this shit or something, doesn't he? He pops up and then he gets... Sh- he gets hatcheted. killed again. He gets hatcheted and he's like, oh... Um, fuck this shit. Yeah, and he, like, he always made it. He almost made it. But I also could hear Andy almost. in my head going, oh, fuck off. No, that was my favourite part. That was my favourite part. Because I missed Ben. He was the only likeable character. He was. (laughs) And he had seven seconds of screen time. That's because he's been there for two days. He's been dying in three films. Yeah, he's been there for two days. He's been dying over the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It is a canoe from the first film because there, Ben, who is now revealed to still be alive, was in there clinging to his life with his left arm ripped off. He He got that boat from the middle of the lake back to the shore as well. He with did. one arm. Yeah. With one arm, yeah. I guess he used it as a paddle. I wonder if he still had yeah. the other arm. Do you think he had the other arm? Did he get left? Well, in I think the boat? he used the left arm as an oar. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. There's a lot of arms getting ripped off in this in the hatchet yeah. series, to be honest. Let not as much hatcheting as there no. should be. Not really. As he begs for help, Victor throws a hatchet at Ben, finally killing him. Before Victor can kill the paramedics, an alligator comes out of the swamp and pulls the paramedic. Into the swamp to his death, which I don't even think we see. Oh, I don't remember that at all. No, so we, don't. I don't, we just yeah. see him getting dragged in. Oh, you don't see an alligator death. What a fucking. You'd at least want to be killed by Victor Crowley, wouldn't you? Rather than eat him. Yeah, if you're going to die, you want to go out the right way. Not because well, that alligator's going to eat him now. You're not even going to get found. Who will come to your funeral? Well, you'd at least want to be More like. alligators. You're, you're, <laughs> an alligator funeral. Just there with a handkerchief crying. <laughs> That's an alligator. <laughs> Crocodile tears. Oh, There's a crocodile oh, tears joke in there somewhere. Oh, get good. out. Get out. Fuck. It's an alligator, actually. <laughs> God, this film derails us so much. It says a lot. Uh, Victor chases. Victor resumes chasing the sheriff, Andrew and Doherty, and corners them in the water, in the water ambulance with Randy's corpse. It's a water ambulance, is a thing. Know that. I guess. Well, it was the ambulance. It was like a boat. They, yeah, it was in water. I don't know well, if it was a official. Yeah. Yeah. But so. water ambulance is not really a term. You would use an ambulance in the water, right? Well, Fuck no, because if, if it was. A, <laughs> no. Because no, a water ambulance would be like a boat. An ambulance yeah. would have to get on a boat to go across the water. So a water ambulance would be an ambulance 
that is a boat. Yeah, so, yeah, but then it's just called an ambulance boat, right? No, it's called a water ambulance. It's called a water ambulance. No, it's, it's, it's called a Wikipedia page. <laughs> water ambulances. But you wouldn't yeah. say a road ambulance, you know? No, it's you just an ambulance I mean? and a water ambulance. You wouldn't call <laughs> yes, it an ambulance I boat. Ambulance. I, I understand that, but you, w- you just call it an ambulance boat. Like an yeah. ambulance car, not a water ambulance or a road car. No, it's an car. ambulance that goes on water. <laughs> or it's road ambulance. A, it's not yeah. an ambulance boat. It's just this name. It's just called a water ambulance. If you just say an ambulance, people are going to be like, how the fuck did you get that transit van oh, it's a water into the ambulance. middle of a swamp? So the water ambulance. Run. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I've said, we've said the word ambulance so much it's lost all meaning. Has Randy's corpse on this water ambulance boat thing. <laughs> they barricade themselves and the sheriff and the sheriff calls for the National Guard on the ambulance radio. Yeah, let's bring the National Guard in. Send a yeah. helicopter. I thought he was quite mean to the dispatch person. He was he like, was. okay, we'll mm. send someone. What's your coordinates? He's like, I don't fucking know my coordinates, you moron. Just send it to the swamp. I'll find you. It's like, alright, he's just trying to do his job. This is just Groundhog Day, but everyone just ends up at the swamp and it dies. No <laughs> one's able to find them. So another team goes in to find them and yeah. then they die and then just keeps on fucking repeating. Anyway, uh, yeah. So telling them they're being attacked by crazy gunmen. Uh, the National Guard tells them that they'll be there in 10 minutes. Uh, as they settle down and think everything is safe, Victor begins to saw his way no, through no, no. the boat wall. He uses Sand. the sander, which was my favourite kill from the first one when he sands her jaw off and we still don't know with what the... it's plugged into <laughs> to make it work. It's gas powered. It's with gas a gas powered belt sander. Let me finish my sentence before we speak because the Sorry. next sentence, the next thing was gas powered belt sander. Okay. Uh, the sheriff tells them not to move. If they try to leave, they will get killed. He's smart. Mm-hmm. While Andrew thinks they should leave while he is busy cutting through the wall. That's why you Amanda, all died, Andrew. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Amanda, Deputy Winslow, and Mary Beth arrive at the swamp outside the burnt down Crowley house. Amanda calls out for Victor, telling him they have his father. Oh, he's in this urn. Come on, Victor. <laughs> Hurry the fuck She's up. She's very much like um, scary movie. Scary movie. What are you waiting for? Isn't she? It is like, Victor Crowley, yeah. where are you? Come on. Upon hearing his ex-wife's voice, Sheriff Fowler attempts to leave, only to be grabbed by Victor and beheaded with a belt sander. Very which nice. you also don't see, which really annoys me. One, it annoys me that he's like, oh, I've heard my ex-wife, so now I'll leave and now he's dead. But his head gets sanded off off screen that was disappointing you see his you see his arms move around in the air before collapsing that's pretty much I it I just don't know how a belt sander is cutting through metal it's not it was just a callback from the first one yeah but, I, know, I know but that's what he's yeah. using to get through the, yeah, the it door it wouldn't at all it would just get it really 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 hot Really, really shine. (laughs) Maybe he's just doing the sanding. Maybe he's just shiniest water ambulance you've ever seen. Yeah, maybe he's just doing a bit DIY, and everyone was just in the way of him at that. You know, he's like, you guys keep fucking up my house. I'm just trying to tidy up. Yeah, I'm just trying to fucking tidy this swamp up. It's a fucking mess. Boats, water ambulance everywhere. (laughs) Come on, pack it up. (laughs) Uh, Andrew and Dorothy are trapped in the boat with Victor on the other side of the broken door. Got another broken door scenario. Oh, Dorothy no. attempts to slowly get the sheriff's gun. 
But Victor grabs and pulls her through the hole in the door, which disembowels her, which was very odd because only her arm was through that. And then suddenly it was just, oh, her intestines. Mm. <laughs> That's it. It was sort of like a quick shot to, oh, she's now intestines. Okay. Victor goes back to the destroyed home and finds Amanda and Deputy Winslow there, but refrains from attacking them when he sees the urn in the ashes. Mary Beth offers Victor his father's ashes and apologizes for what her father did to him. Finally. I like that she's like, I'm sorry what happened to you. I'm sorry what my dad did to you. But she's not like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I cut you to pieces with a chainsaw. She's not sorry about that at all. (laughs) I'm sorry I fisted your face. (laughs) (laughs) She's just sorry for what other people did to him. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. All right, come on. I'm sorry. Uh, Victor proclaims daddy in his only word daddy daddy (laughs) daddy (laughs) (laughs) i really wish he said it like that it's so (laughs) hilarious um his only word spoken uh upon seeing the ashes when he approaches to take the ashes deputy winslow mistakes it for victor going to attack mary Beth, so he shoots him down he's so dumb he's like she's trying to give it to him so then when he walks forward why cops cops in horror films are the worst they are the worst yeah every time like cops shooting unarmed people what's that about i know you wouldn't get that in real life would you no political yeah well you know satire (laughs) yeah it's better if you call it satire right is this okay. I've, I only got news for you or something? What the fuck's up? I've only got news for you. <laughs> what the fuck's a car? Oh, my brain. I've only got news I'd for you. That, Pen. This is news just for you. Just for you. What the fuck's it called? Have, Have I, I got, got news, news for you? you? Have I got news for you? Also, this my... entire time, Mary Beth still has handcuffs on. How have they not uncuffed her yet? Yeah. Is she? I thought yeah, they were. Yeah. She's got the. She's, she's handcuffed and she's got the urn like in between her hands oh and the handcuffs. God. So that's why she has to. Well, and also she has to put it on the floor. Yeah, but by this time. Yeah, by this time they know she's not lying. So yeah. surely. I'm not even uh, sure when they took the handcuffs off her. I can't remember. I don't think they did. They didn't. I guess maybe not. She was. This is the end of the film. She yeah, still has so maybe she's still fuck? she's still handcuffed. Um, so yeah, he shoots him down, but Victor rises back up and rips apart Winslow's chest when his back is turned. Amanda grabs the urn and rolls it back to Mary Beth, uh, telling her to try it again as she attempts to grab Winslow's gun. But Victor grabs Amanda, yes, yeah. rips her head off. Yeah. I love that she's like, I knew you were real. And then he kills her. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Um, Victor then knocks Mary Beth over and impales her on a tree branch. Seriously injuring her. Did it say he knocked her she, over? Uh, he, knocks, he lifted her up, didn't he? He, lit, and then, he literally yeah, picked knocks, her up and impaled her. her on a tree in Wikipedia. He didn't yeah. like, just barge past her and she fell on a tree. He <laughs> lightly kicked her heels. <laughs> uh, when, just when Victor picks up a machete to finish Mary Beth off, Mary Beth smashes the urn over Victor's head. I'm melting. He screams. Sorry, no, I've, doesn't. <laughs> I've just, I've just remembered how he picks her up. He throws Amanda's header and yes, it knocks her he out. Yes, he does. And it knocks her oh, out, he and, then he, and then he lifts her yeah. off the ground and slams her into the tree. Yeah, cry of <laughs> not knocks her over. Best parts. Uh, spreading <sighs> his father's ashes all over him and causing him to collapse and melt. I'm melting. So, I figured that. Amanda was like, Mary Beth, you have to give him the ashes. 
because she didn't want to get anywhere near Victor Crowley and die. I don't know why it had to be Mary. Like, I get that she was like, you're the bloodline. You have to give it to him. But I also- We had curses in the last film. Like, yeah. this and then is I was where like, it why went is wrong. He... I was a bit like, why is he melting? But I guess it's like, oh, well, he got his dad back. So it, he melted rather than like evaporated into a- but yeah, it's like, it's like, would that have, that would he have melted if he'd just been given the urn and picked it up nicely? <laughs> or was it because his dad was in his face? Like, what would he want to, if, okay, scenario. If you just handed it to him, what would he do with the ashes? Or if it was a nice film, he'd just put them on the now. Because <laughs> they blew up his house. <laughs> they blew his house up. Where, where is he going to put them? That's what I mean. He wouldn't Tree melt, stump. would he? Just saying, Daddy, I'll be back in a minute. I'm going to the shops. <laughs> Off he goes with a cow and a two-year-old. Comes back with a Tesco bag, like fucking six loggers, like next from. to his dad. Okay, a Japanese two-year-old. Is that better? With the last bit of strength. <laughs> no. What? I know what you're going for, I but thought... no. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> with his last... You are really weird when you're sick. With his last bit of strength, she grabs one of the SWAT team's guns and blows his remains away, finally killing Victor Crowley once and for all. The National Guard then arrives, and Andrew, now free of danger, emerges from the boat. He made it this time. He's such a pussy hole, isn't he? Yeah. And signals the helicopters. Just as the screen... and. Let me, we'll go back a tiny bit. Like, he's literally, Victor is a fucking, like, skeleton (laughs) at this Mm. point. And she's like, no, I'm not falling for it. No, you have to make sure. You have to make sure. Do it. Yeah, you have to. You got a double tap, haven't you? Yeah, finish him. Finish him. Uh, Just as the screen cuts to black, we start hearing heartbeats and one final shot of Mary Beth gasping for air is shown. Leaving the audience to wonder if she'll live. Hatchet or ending. Die. Very hatchet ending. Just cuts the black. And that is Hatchet 3. Penny, your film. Again, what do you think of this fucking film? This one had none of the charm. Because I enjoyed the first two. Uh, had none of the charm of that. I don't even, like we said no. earlier, I don't think it was even trying to be funny. Like the guy that plays Andrew was the comic was some of the comic relief in the in the first two uh like we talked about vernon didn't he sing a little song about chicken i seem to remember he sang mm. a little song there was nothing mm. like obviously mary beth is now like i'm fucking over this because i'm trying to kill this asshole and everyone's dying so she is pissed off but there's no even that andrew guy doesn't doesn't really make a quip there's nothing there's nothing so there's none of that the kills were fine but a lot of them either off screen or very quickly but yeah it just it wasn't it wasn't funny the gore like um him getting his skull and his spine pulled out like you said saw that um <laughs> saw it's that. been done yeah been done i did love all the cameos fucking love sid and derek um but yeah it had none of the none of the charm of the other two three out of ten Didn't expect that low at least i thought it was a. Uh... Maybe a five for you. Or well, two got a five. I double checked. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Andy, what do you much think about this? 
um, similar vibes. Nothing really happened. It was all quite dull. It's very boring, wasn't it? Not even a good soundtrack. And yeah, at least the other ben. ones had that. Um, yeah, boring. She was less annoying this time, but also nothing else happened. So you're right. There was no metal music in it this time, was there? Not really. There was Gua, and that was it. Oh. There was one opening Gua song that went on for too long. <laughs> Um, so yeah three for me please three for you uh, Dan I mean, what did you think thanks Pat um, <laughs> I'm trying let me ask you guys a question what do you prefer two or three two two because it was a bit more light hearted things happened not just I, I, cannon fodder of people Game. Yeah, but that's what this is anyway. <laughs> what the fuck are you expecting? Like, that, that, we've seen three of these. They are just, let's see the gory yeah. kills and how many of them we can see. But you see. got to know the, they were... the characters had a little bit of substance rather than being like, here's some Yeah, but you know them, some... kind of. No, like all the well, policemen and stuff. And the, the second one, but not they, as much, but there was that guy fucking his girlfriend and they died. Yeah, mm. They know. die in like... What, 30 That's what minutes? I mean. Like, you know Vernon and that guy that doesn't talk this time. It's just like, here are some faceless policemen and some faceless SWAT team people, and now they are dead. And you're like, I don't care. Yeah. All right. Well, I my uh, trick question. I didn't like either of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's not a film for me. Uh, I like to have a bit of substance in my films, and this one just didn't have any. It was no. just, yeah. Just, just lots of killings. I mean, if you like that kind of stuff and you like a lot of gory shit, which I do, but I like to have a little bit I didn't of. Um, say it was that gory. Wasn't that good? Gore wise. No. Yeah. Well, either way, whatever floats you, whatever floats your water, your water boat, ambulance. A water ambulance. Sorry. <laughs> whatever floats your water ambulance. It's it's a you know, it's just not these kind of films I go for. Why we keep watching this series, I don't fucking know. Well, but there's um, only one left. There's only one left, so, so it'll we go can in. get that out of the way and never have to watch them again. Oh god, it's gonna be like episode 100. Fucking hopefully it's episode 150 something, but um, just so I can forget this one enough. It's not well, I mean, I forgot yet, so. the other two pretty much. Yeah, or is it? Um, yeah, there's not much I can say. It's it's a bunch of killings and, and nothing else really gets resolved. <laughs> they shouldn't Except. have made it. I don't know. Mm. Three. Why not? All threes. Three's all round. Why well, spent the whole the of this board. film waiting for a plane to turn up? Because that's what Penn said happens. That's in the it. fourth one. <laughs> and it never arrived. Because it's the fourth one. Well, now I know that. I thought I was watching the wrong film. Let's find the next one. Oh, please don't be one of mine. I can't take any more. Ooh. It's not a Penny film. Fuck for that. It's not an Andy film. Ooh. Oh, thank God. It's been a fucking while. <laughs> Thanks, Hat. Jesus. Uh, it's a damn film from 2018. So fairly recent. Mm -hmm. um, two weeks time, we are watching the sci-fi slash horror film Annihilation, starring Natalie Portman. Ugh. Has anyone seen Annihilation? You had me until you said Natalie Portman. <laughs> no, I've never heard of it. I don't know what it's about, but I hate her. So we're on to a winner. 
Have you seen Andy? Um, I haven't seen it. I know vaguely about it, but also I'm not that bothered about Natalie Portman aside from What is Leon. wrong Leon? with you guys with Natalie? What the fuck's happening? I just here? think... She's rubbish. She, I think she's a bit overrated. I think she plays wooden characters yeah, and gets I'm away with it. I'm very upset that she's going to be Lady Thor. Like, if she's supposed to be a variant or whatever, couldn't they just get a different actress? She sucks. Well, I like this film. <laughs> Um, I think this is quite um, an underrated film um, and it didn't get the attention it deserved a little bit when it came out in 2018. Blame Natalie for that. It, stop it. It's, um, <laughs> it is a film about um, a group of uh, biologists and Natalie, who is a former soldier. Uh, they a former a soldier? Uh, she's sort of like, she can carry a gun. Okay, let's put it that way. I can carry a gun. Mm. All right, stop having a go at Natalie Portman. For fuck's sake, I haven't seen the film yet. Jesus Christ. She is going on a mission to uncover what happens to her husband inside Area X. Now, Area X is a weird, sinister, mysterious phenomenon expanding across the American coastline. It's sort of like, you know when you put... (laughs) running water on a car sometimes that's quite oily and you get that weird effect... Um, in the water I don't know yeah. if I'm talking mm-hmm. shit here kind of looks like that as you enter this thing you'll see it in the film and, and then you immediately think that was what I thought of it anyway um, so yeah it's a bunch it's, it's kind of um, a search and rescue film where and I liked the idea of it because it was before going into it because I like these kind of films where they go into the unknown kind of world and they don't know what's beyond this bit mm-hmm. and what they're about to find um, I think this is a really terrific film and it kind of flopped a little bit when it came out um but it does have some horror elements in their pen and it it is yeah. it's got some creepy moments um but it's more of a um as soon as i saw it, i wanted to speak to someone who who saw it as well because there's a lot of kind of what talking points and what you think the film means and da, 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 da. Yeah. so it is quite a possibly see how penny films about a sci-fi film <laughs> a discussion heavy film we'll yeah. see but um I think it's quite Are interesting. Are there subtitles that I need to know about? <laughs> no. Well, just check in because District 9 had subtitles and that was a bit sci-fi. It was I on Netflix. <laughs> I think it's still on Netflix. Yeah, so but I accidentally it, it, watched it without the subtitles, didn't I? And I didn't know what the yeah, monsters were the saying. Oh, right. Yeah, so no. I'm just I, checking. No. There's nothing that I need to know. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, what's she talking about? Yeah, District 9. Um, no, it's, it's, it, no, it's all... Okay. English speaking, uh, yeah, it, it's mysterious. I won't. I don't want to give too much away. Don't look up much about it. Just go into it blind. So it's the best way to experience it, and shall be an interesting talk. I would imagine, good or bad, either way. Uh, so watch that on ninety-seven, which yeah. is three away from one hundred. Oh God, he's going to uh, do that again. Maybe on ninety-seven, we might have an announcement. That we Maybe. don't know anything about. No, we do. No, we do. We, we don't. Well, we do have. We? We're discussing. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, maybe we'll have an announcement. He might tell about us about an announcement. It <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll just keep doing what Victor Crowley does and just say we have an announcement next week, we'll, and we'll then next week we we'll, coming back. We have an announcement <laughs> next week. Keep tuned. That's how you keep them coming. That's how it works. Yeah, we're, we're we'll we we had discussions. We'll talk about them another time then. <laughs> Just maybe to refresh our minds. Penny, 
socials. You, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod. She's getting worse. On, I am. I've forgotten it. <laughs> on Facebook and Inst- that doesn't sound right. I, I just Twitter's edited an episode. One. I just edited an episode where you just went like, "Uh, I don't f- oh, fuck," and then you start fucking trying to find your papers. Well, my post-it note, like- which I still haven't rewritten. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod, pod. and then Twitter at Unusual Podspect. That's where I was going, but the, in Facebook and pay. Instagram sounded weird. I don't know. Um, I'm at Penny underscore photo pit on Twitter. Fucking shambles. I'm at Dan Talks a lot. I'm way down. That Joyce is 21. We'll see you for a fun Rip Rip Ripper episode of 96. You know what year 96 is, don't you? Uh, it was the year of the Euros. It was Euro 96. Do you remember oh, that goal not, against uh, Colombia? Oh, no, not Colombia. Mm. Holland. It was a we great lost. goal. It I think it was... Um, devastating. Dennis Bergkamp, I think. Cracking goal. Really good. Is he true? Is he real? Because I actually watched that one. I don't know if he's bullshitting or not. I think he's probably bullshitting. I think he's probably bullshitting. Alan Shearer. <laughs> he was in it. Well done. Darren Anderton also played. Uh, Ince. I don't know his first name. David Simon. Seaman. Uh, was he the goalie? I don't know if he was. Sports podcast, yeah! It's also the year that Scream came out. So be excited for that. Oh, fuck me. Dan, I'm going to be ill next week. We probably won't talk about it a lot because I talk about it all the time. Will Andy make it to the next episode? Find out. This is the biggest cliffhanger you've had in every any episode. Quick, hatchet ending. Now I'm gonna have to do it. <laughs> yeah. There Bye you go. everyone. Hatcher ending. Now hatch ending. It's hatch ending. Well done. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs>